Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters and, uh, like, bickering and politics and sexism and... <laughs> this uh, is a very heavy episode with a lot of real-world issues in it that we tackle <laughs> very, very respectfully. It's a very special episode. Yes. It kind of is in a weird way, but... but we'll, I, we'll, I will say there's a couple things that I feel are very special about this episode, but we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. we'll <laughs> get to it. I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Luke. Hi. We've got Mike. Hi, this is an episode about an election where the solution is to put aside our differences and just compromise and get along. And boy, have I got some fucking shit to say about so it's, this. It's the most unrealistic episode of Power Rangers yet, is what you're saying. We've got, we've got Simon. I, I'm, I'm eating eggs over here. They're pretty good. Oh, God. We've got Joel. Yeah, I'm learning. Are you eating eggs? No, I'm just tired. Okay, uh, we've got, and we've got our friend Emily. Hey, Listen, Mike, I'm going to be Stu School president, okay? You're going down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mike, you're supposed to, like, have a rebuttal to that. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> See, Mike's doing what Tommy should have done at, from the beginning and just saying, eh, I don't want to do it. Go for it. You'll be well, great. Well, that's kind yeah. of what Tommy does by the end of it. He just gives up. So Yeah, it just it took him way longer than it should have. Well, let's, let's talk about that when we do the episode. Um, so this week we're oh, going to yeah, be... Spoilers. What? Yeah, spoilers. You don't want to spoil our episode. God. Oh, yeah, okay. so, I mean, spoilers. we might as well sign off right now because everyone knows how this episode ends. So <laughs> This show aired two decades ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I feel old now. It's so, been on Netflix for years. So, so for, uh, for this week's Talking About Things... Talking about things. There's something that I wanted to, that's been like floating around in, uh, let me back up. A while back, we, we got a question where people asked if we felt that we were part of the Power Rangers fandom. They're going to say and, part of the problem. And yes. No, yes. Well, okay. <laughs> also that. Yes. Part of the Power Rangers uh, problem. Yes. 
<laughs> and I, I said no, and I still kind of stand by that, but I, I have been keeping up with it a little bit more since we started doing this show. And one of the things, um, so basically they just announced some children's books that they're going to be putting out. They're, they're like young adult or slightly, uh, younger novels. Oh, huh. Uh, that the that they're going to be doing are they kids um, books or YA? Because it's two different things. I think they're kids books. Uh, oh. Let's see. I would Penguin, read a YA Power Rangers novel series. It sounds awesome. It, it would automatically become dystopian, even though it's not somehow. <laughs> like just you say it's not, but Zach, consider everything we've come up with for the show. <laughs> okay, yeah. fair. Also, RPM is right there as that. Right. So. So there are 160 pages, which to me says like, yeah, ab- uh, about young adult, but maybe a little bit younger than that. So Animorphs kind of era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young, young adult. The thing is, they're all about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, mm. yeah. There's so much. There's so much MMPR merch out there. Like, mm-hmm. I see more T-shirts and stuff featuring like the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Not even the movie versions. The original versions. And then I do the movie stuff or whatever current Power Rangers series is airing. Right. So the reason I I'm bringing it up is I because mean I'm scrolling down the page and there's also some Ninja Steel ones. Yeah. There is. There but totally they very, is. They're very prominently listing all the MMPR ones first. So yeah. And and the reason I'm bringing it up is because there's something that um the the fandom I guess has been talking about for a while, which is that they feel that one of the reasons that the newer seasons have struggled beyond stuff we talked about uh when we talked about the ratings, like just straight up bad airing time and stuff like that, uh, is that Saban seems to be happy to continue to push MMPR even though it's. 20 years old and essentially just uh like feed the the nostalgia and at this mm-hmm. point get get parents to buy the stuff they're nostalgic for for their kids yeah um instead I've of kind of gotten the same impression yeah. yeah and it's worth noting like we're watching this on on netflix like mmpr is readily available it's not on the air or anything no of course not i mean the the and i will say that i know people whose kids are watching or have watched Mighty Morphin and like it fine mm-hmm. because it's on Netflix and like they're kids, so it's not like they're like, "Hey, this seems old." Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, it's not. It's it's a weird way to go about things to push something that is not no not just not current, but like twenty years old. When you have a current product, it's right. It's really it, weird. It sort but, of. It's sort of like competing with yourself in a way, because yeah. right, exactly. it's going to be yeah. really hard to sell kids on two different types of Power Rangers, as they, you know, were worried about back in the day when they, you know, didn't want to change the suits and everything. Like, right, yeah, you're splitting. You're basically splitting your audience, and the fact that they're keep trying to target people like us, who are adults who grew up with the original stuff, instead of the kids, who are going to be way more likely to spend more of their money on the toys, or at least get their parents to spend money on the toys. I was going to say kids have money. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the ki- kids' parents have money, but there's probably yeah. way more money to be made on nostalgic, like, right. high price. You sell, more, you sell more toys to kids than you do adults. Adult toys... Well, well okay, adult toys are a different thing, but yep. toys <laughs> catered to adults 
are a much more niche product. Like, Let me tell you about the legacy Dragon Zord dildo that I bought. I was going to say, your Dragon Zord, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah bad, bad Dragon Zord, right? Yeah, bad Dragon Zord. How do so, they not have that on Bad? A, we, I'm going to check if they have that well, on but, Bad Dragon. Because, because, okay, hold on, hold on. I got to find out if BadDragonZord.com is a Luke, did you have something? No, I was just gonna say, of course they don't, Emily. They'd have to get a license from Saban. Yeah, they'd no, have to pay no, but money. they could like they, Th- could they would call just... it Robot Green Dragon. Exactly, thing. Sure, yeah. sure. even Mechagodzilla or something. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you can't get the pun, there's no point. <laughs> yeah. So, so the the reason oh, BadDragonZord.com is available for twenty dollars. <laughs> oh my god! Which oh, is to boy. say, by the time you are hearing this, listener, it <laughs> yeah. is not available. It's not available. I'm so anymore. mad that you have to buy it. Uh, but yeah, so like. The thing is, the legacy toys, like, that makes sense to me because it's, they're obviously marketed at us. Yeah. But, but making things for children using the 20 year old property is weird. That I don't understand. Right. It's like, I get it for the, like, the Fisher Price toys. I get because that's where you're buying stuff for kids before the kids have really developed concrete interests of their own. Right. Sure. Like, I right. get. I get. You cater to the parents for that stuff because, like, they're the ones who are gonna like see it and be like, "Oh, that's cool. We should get it for the kid." Yeah. But anything above like age four or five, I feel like the kids are gonna want stuff they care about. Especially 160 pages. So that's like 12 year olds. Like, why the fuck would it? That's just yeah. It's really yeah. bizarre. I, I don't understand it. And I think it's kind of. I don't know. I don't think it's the best call. I, no, I think it's absolutely <laughs> related to their issues with um. You know, struggling to you know sell Power Rangers as a brand. Yeah. So yeah. that listen to us, Saban. People. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do not listen to us, Saban. I want to keep doing this. <laughs> oh podcast. wait, wait. Yes. Good point. Please don't listen to us. We would, yeah. <laughs> Let me bad. tell you about my plans to fix the sequel movie. <laughs> but, like, we bring in a little something I like to call the morphing grid. So <laughs> that, oh, I was going to ask Luke, is it throw out everything you've done so far? No, no, no. It's it's just. I mean, yes, but then bring in everything I've done so far. Right. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Emily, go ahead. Oh no, messy. So, Bad Dragon has no Robo Dick. Period. Not Mecha Godzilla or um, Dragon Zord. But they right, do well, have. That's... They do have one called the Ridley, which is clearly just supposed to be an alien. Oh yeah, dick. I've seen that one. So it's not like they're shy away from copyrighted material and also thought, you can get them in various colors right one of yes. the colors is a mario question block color of course it is so it's just an alien dick pattern oh god like okay mario i thought there was just a mario sex toy wait 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 so when you say that do you mean like school bus yellow or is it covered in question marks it's covered in like the block like i'll show you like the link you guys well, okay that's clearly some kind of setting they have on their like automated spray painter thing that they right, did for yeah, other yeah. mario themed toys and they, they can just turn that setting wowzers on. nintendo doesn't that, care doesn't. i guess yeah well <laughs> so, uh, the thing is like bottom line we're I mean, obviously, we're not experts, so we can't say for certain that like this is this is what's killing the brand. But like, there's no fucking way it. I'm sorry. There's, there's no fucking way it helps. You laughing at the question mark? It's really funny. I thought you just meant the color, but it's literally got question mark. Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a, a bad texture spray. that's just applied to it's that like thing. It's like you had a plaid dildo, but like with question marks, blocks. God. <laughs> So okay. Emily, what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing from you about this is there's a gap in the market that we can capitalize on here. With- yeah, we need plaid dildos and Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now, why not combine them? Well, okay. 
Joel was... Well, but clearly you can. You can combine question mark with Ridley, so... Like... <laughs> Let's, uh, let's move so, on. So anyway, I, I um, who somebody Zach was making know a how to point. move on from this, and I love it. Some, well, somebody <laughs> was making a point before this happened. Who is saying things? You could also get a Neapolitan ice cream colored dick. We have to move on. Okay. Um. So yeah. Anyway, I I think that it's a weird call. They should stop doing it. Let's talk about anything else. This is tanked so quickly. Uh, so. Let's talk about the episode. This is season two, episode 47, Best Man for the Job. Um, and it opens in the uh, in school. Hey, guys, check it out. School elections are coming up. Ah. Hey, uh, Tommy, have you ever thought about being school president? I don't know. It's kind of a big responsibility. Yeah, it certainly is. But, I mean, think of the thrill of the political process. It'd be a real chance to make a difference. That's true. And uh, if you run, I could be your campaign manager. Well, what do you think, Kim? Oh, I think that you would make a great president. All right, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Great. <laughs> all right, bye. How's this for a campaign slogan? Tommy Oliver, the best man for the job. Yeah, I like that. Cool. <laughs> and Billy and Tommy are walking around, and Billy sees the student election uh posters and decides to for some reason shanghai tommy into running for office billy wants to establish a puppet government in the school that he can control from behind the scenes yeah Makes kinda sense. because he he is like hey tommy have you ever thought about running for uh school president i think you'd be really good at it also i could be your campaign manager right like here's the thing <laughs> tommy is inexplicably likable and also a complete <laughs> pushover, and will do whatever Billy tells him to do. He's right. perfect yeah. as a puppet leader. Yeah. Have we mentioned how Billy doesn't wear his glasses anymore and now wears normal person clothes? Yeah, that happened. I, we, that happened no, we, me- we mentioned that he's hot action scientist now, yeah. He looks like we he's def- walking next to Tommy now, and Billy's the one that looks like the cooler out of the two by far. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I also like how Billy says it would be a real chance to make a difference to like the guy who leads the superhero team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tommy is wearing like a white mock turtle turtleneck. Oh, and Tommy's shirt jeans. is awful. It's it's, a, it's yeah. a mock turtleneck with a pocket. You cannot yeah. forget the pocket. <laughs> it's really bad, and uh, and Billy has just like a jean jean shirt, I guess. Yeah. Um and or yes, a blue shirt. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and. Uh, Kim and Aisha walk over, and, uh, Tommy is like, hey, Kimberly, what do you think? Should I run for president? And she's like, yeah, I think you'd be great at it. Uh, okay, bye. I'm just establishing I, ca- I that- kind of want the alternative <laughs> version of this, where Kim's just like, Man, Tommy, I don't know. I don't know if you could be in charge of anything. That seems, <laughs> that seems a bit far-fetched. <laughs> the fact that no one goes, hey, remember how you're a superhero team leader, and that's, like, really important, yeah. and, <laughs> like... And really time-consuming? Yeah. That said, I, student government is nothing, right? Like, at least it wasn't for us. We, yeah, we that's had a, what I wanted to ask. Like, did, does anyone know what a f- school president does? No, nope. um, it varies. It varies from school to school. Yeah. But usually, it's like you're responsible for. Well, I mean, as we had class presidents, we didn't have a overall school president. But yeah. like, class president was basically the person who had to make decisions when no one else in the class would about like what the homecoming theme would be. Uh, they're the one who had to organize the uh, like 
your class reunions, which never happened for my class, which I I'm think, fine with. I think we, ours had, we was... had a student council prime minister here because we're Canadians. Oh yeah, no, yeah. we had a student council too, and I'm pretty sure they did nothing. I don't, I don't remember ever having elections in school when I was around, and like based on the TV shows I've seen, like it's the biggest deal in the world in the See, United I don't States. Think it, I don't it's think it not... actually is a thing that exists so much as they want to tell election stories in kids shows. But okay, obviously no, kids well, can't well, run well, for real well, office. Listen, we, 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 we had, had we had a, a campaign here with like with like with like candidates and they had like on like the morning news that they would have on the TVs in the school they would have okay, I'm yeah. sorry you had morning news on your stuff. on TVs in your school we did too yeah. we had a closed closed uh, circuit television like morning news yeah. we did. my friend was the was the weatherman that's sorry, awesome so so yeah we had, <laughs> we had elections too and uh, I think what it really was is, like, the school president was essentially, like, a student advocate to the administration. Yeah, that, so that's, he would that's be the like, idea I'm getting. And also, they're charged by the principal to discover secret thief criminals in their school from what I've no, seen in Persona. Yeah, that's just Persona 5. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, yeah, so there's totally, like, this, you know, they would bring to the, the principal, like, hey, the, the students are really mad about this or whatever. But in cartoons and kids' shows, they're always like, vote for me for student president. I'll abolish homework. And I'm like, that's not how it works. That was definitely <laughs> never a thing. Okay, I just need to tell Simon that I misheard him as te- I misheard him saying teeth criminals, and that's all I've been able to think about for the last two minutes. <laughs> oh, because of horrifying Evan, no. no. I mean, that's just the tooth fairy, right? Yeah, the tooth fairy is kind of no. a teeth criminal. <laughs> okay, now there's an alternate persona forming in my head where you're playing as the secret tooth fairy, and you have to like go into people's mouths and collect their teeth. Absolutely not a criminal, and how dare you besmirch the uh, office? <laughs> She's of breaking into your house. No, you put Yo's teeth under the pillow specifically it's so true. she can take it, and she pays you for them. She so you, <laughs> you invite her into your home when you put the, when you put the teeth you, under you your put, pillow. You put it there to sate her fury, so she won't destroy <laughs> your family. <laughs> I like that version of the teeth. How the, many horror the, the, movies? There's gotta have be a horror like, movie yet where exactly. Oh, that there happened. are. There definitely are. Yeah. I've. I'm. Oh fuck. And like if you I've don't leave her, and she takes one. them out of your mouth and stuff. If we keep going down this route, we're just going to write the plot to the Hogfather, so... Okay, yeah. Well, also, uh, <laughs> they're in the... What was the... Uh, in Hellboy 2, there's, like, a weird, uh, like, tooth fairy, quote-unquote, that fucking steals people's teeth. It's terrifying. Anyway, Hellboy 2? I think... Was it Rita oh, Repulsa? <laughs> no, it wasn't Rita Repulsa. <laughs> I just remember some one of my friends told, like, a little microfiction story at some point, which was... You leave out a pair of now. When you say microfiction, uh huh, it's a very no. very short story. <laughs> it, like it wasn't a tweet, but it could have been. Okay, so, okay, so not the so not the kind of microfiction you normally seek out. Oh, okay. I thought you were, I thought you were talking about fiction about a tiny person, right, which right, would yeah. be like, right up your wheelhouse. No, oh, right, of course. Like <laughs> it was like you leave out a request uh, at night, and when you wake up, you have a new pair of clogs and no teeth. Uh, uh, oh, God. God. oh God! I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's like a clubs. fairy tale gone very wrong. Right? Exactly. Darkness Falls is the name of the horror movie based on an evil tooth fairy that oh, I've there seen. You go. There Why you is go. it called Darkness Falls? It's because like, it's about because you like, can't call it like evil, evil tooth, tooth fairy. fairy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, 
that would be literally better. I would absolutely promote a movie called Evil Tooth Fairy. I mean, today it would work because you'd get a whole lot of ironic, like, horror moviegoers that would love to see just what the deal is with it and laugh at it. But in, like, the aughts, you had to take everything super dark and serious. So, darkness Yeah, positive. exactly. They could so, call it, like, Shatter or something for, like, shattering teeth. Like, literally oh, anything, no! like... Well, Don't those are shadow. words I did not want to hear next to one another. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> teeth teeth is mean, one of those like, things where, like, I really can't think about teeth violence. I'm sorry. Like, I we didn't need mean to. to <laughs> I didn't mean fine. to go no, I mean, you don't have to apologize. We let ourselves down this path. We have no one to blame well, but us. There could, there could be listeners, too, that are sensitive, so I'm sorry, listeners. There's some real yeah. gross teeth violence in Metal Gear Solid V. <laughs> A- apropos of nothing, Luke, where's yeah. uh, Elsa Dentist ranked at right now? Uh, <laughs> I don't, with that shit. I mean, I can pull the list up if I want to. Hold on one sec. <laughs> it's, uh, it should let's... be just now, now to be clear, do you mean Elsa Dentist or Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator? Those are different games. They're different oh, entries? Oh, yep. Jesus. Let's move wow. on. Which one's on. higher? Um, uh, Elsa Dentist. Okay. Why is it not Wait, so the Surgery Simulator F. was seen as a value loss? Uh, yeah, listen, we could have a whole thing about this. So after uh, after they all walk off, uh, we cut over to Balk and Skull, and Skull is like... Hey, Balkan, huh? what if I was school president? <laughs> <laughs> no more homework? No more detention? No more school? <laughs> skull, that's it! If I was school president, I'd have access to the student files... With those, we can find out who the Power Rangers are! <laughs> right behind you, Bucky! Yeah! That's in the student files. <laughs> Wait, I mean, <laughs> everything goes in your permanent record, Emily. Everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> Remember how Bulk and Skull were pretty sure that uh, the Power Rangers were adults or aliens or small children right, who got but bigger? Right, here's the thing. Or... Here's the thing, Zach. It's a permanent record. So those adults, oh. those adults would have been in school at some point. <laughs> oh, the, the records gotcha. are still kept in vaults dating back to the founding of America. Or to Colonial Angel Grove. and uh, Back in 1774, Angel yep. Grove. <laughs> <laughs> Marissa's record is in there somewhere. Also they evil open the Tommy. filing cabinet, and they're looking for just, instead of manila envelopes, whoever has the blue envelope. And right, exactly. The- <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, did they ever determine the Power Rangers were teens? No, they definitely haven't. Mm. In, in, like, that's why this is extra stupid on top yeah. of the normal stupid it's, it's that it the already thing, is. It's the thing that the show always does where people just know whatever they need to right. know for the plot to make yeah. sense. Yeah. Maybe um, uh, Alpha released a press release that specifically called them <laughs> Teenagers of Attitude. <laughs> Terrific teens. <laughs> so then we cut over to Aisha and Kimberly, and Aisha's like, Hey, Kim. Oh, also, Billy decided that Tommy's slogan should be the best man for the job, which is a uh-huh. terrible slogan. That's only yeah. a setup yeah. no, for ironic retribution later down the road. Yeah. Right. Um, so, and Aisha, so, Aisha sees what Aisha Billy's doing. Aisha turns into like, little finger there. She's yeah, like, Aisha, you know. hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we come up with a better slogan for Tommy? Um, uh, Kia. Kia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super I'll, Nintendo's in the computer lab. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Oliver, I'll spin kick your problems right in the face. <laughs> uh, um, w- hold on, no. Uh, a Mario RPG in every pot. 
and a chrono trigger in every part garage. <laughs> I just, oh god. What if Mario he, what RPG if... wasn't out yet by the time this season <laughs> aired, Luke? <laughs> yeah, but he didn't have uh, he used to, no, he used the time travel that Goldar had to get right. all video games. This, oh, this right, okay. is a bad this is a bad joke, but what so if I, Tommy tried to like, like I've seen Final Fantasy ten, you guys. Right. Go, sorry, it's go not ahead very and, good. <laughs> what if Tommy tried to incorporate his, his ranger color into his slogans? That could get really bad. Oh no, oh, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Uh um, so, anyway, Aisha sees what Billy's doing and is like, ooh, I could do my own puppet government thing. That seems like a good yeah. <laughs> Right, exactly. You know, sometimes the best man for the job is a woman. Kimberly, I think you should run for president. Oh, I can't run against Tommy. Why not? You're good friends. That means it'd be a good, clean race. And besides, we need more women involved in student government. <laughs> hey, Tommy. Um, how would you feel if I uh, decided to run for student president? Wow, I think that'd be great. Really? You don't think it's weird? No. I mean, look at it this way. Hey, at least one of us will win. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, we'll make the best man or woman win the election. <laughs> oh, hey, Kim. Good luck. You know what? As as much as I love uh, what we get between uh, Amy Jo Johnson and Jason David Frank in this episode, part of me can't help but wonder if it would have been an even more interesting episode if it had been Billy v. Aisha. Oh, absolutely. Billy and yeah. Aisha competing to man like managing their candidates and like try and push their candidate while like Tommy and Kimberly have like nothing to do with any of it and are just like, I what do I don't really want to do this, guys. Would give yeah. it a chance for Aisha to do something. I think the thing is that both Billy and Aisha know that charisma counts for more than competence when it comes to politics, and they're just like putting their money behind the candidate that they think can get elected. What's really? Well, no, you, you could still have them be like the the, the behind the scenes people, but competing with each other. Right. Right. Yeah, Hopping off their their guy. Right. Where they're running, where they're running more and more aggressive campaigns. W- and, wasn't like, there a movie about like dirty politics that took place in the school election? called election i think yes i'm not yeah, sure yes yeah. that is true yeah it's got um, uh luke go ahead uh it's got uh, god who's ferris bueller uh, i can't think of his matthew name matthew broderick, broderick? Matthew Bro- yeah he's the like the teacher in that movie yeah there you go uh but no i was gonna say like the thing that jumped out at me about this is aisha's like listen don't worry about running against tommy you two are really good friends and that will mean that it'll, said to. Y- you won't screw each other over like so okay either they broke off broke up off screen <laughs> yeah. Or no, but, uh, yeah. they have not told Aisha about the fact that they're dating. But I mean, they're, they're just best really, really friend. good friends, Luke. Like, you know, know girls can be sometimes. Like, right. I'm, I'm, really close I'm, friends. I'm friends with my partners. No, I understand yeah, that, but fair. that wouldn't necessarily be... That wouldn't be how someone describes your relationship. That wouldn't be the one no. word that, that you would say, Yay, I, you're dating. It would be great. It kind of fits everything we've seen in the show so far that just fucking no one tells Aisha anything. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Straight. And also, like, Tommy and Kimberly's, like, courtship or whatever is so incredibly chaste. There's oh, not right. a whole lot of clues to pick up on. Yeah. So Aisha just doesn't know. Yeah, the, really the only overt thing was when Tommy first showed up as the White Ranger and had the awful, awful romantic, like... Oh, right, I forgot that happened. Moment, oh, it was terrible. Well, also they uh, kissed when he was a Green Ranger. Still, well, right, yeah, the yeah, only yeah. on-screen power. Which Aisha kiss didn't ever. wasn't there for. So, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. But uh, that that was the thing. Like the fact that they kissed is the part where I'm like, well, obviously they're not too shy to say that they're like romantically interested. It's not they a weird just, like that. That relationship thing. just goes in the 
way deep background for the entire time they're together. And then right, at some point he gets a letter saying, oh, I'm breaking up with you. So Yeah, they explicitly it. break up. Yep. So they are explicitly dating. Like, I mean, that yeah, doesn't mean it, they necessarily dated through that whole time, but they also never mentioned it. So They, they don't talk about it. I get the feeling that Power Rangers, the show, doesn't like to really acknowledge like dating as a concept. Yeah. yeah it, that's icky yeah. girl stuff, yeah. you know, for this right, right. super cool boys show or something. That is like, I guess. That has like a 40% female audience. Yeah. yeah. Something like that, but still, it's the 90s. So Aisha also, so. convinces Kim to do this. Kim comes up to Tommy and she does ask him, like, hey, uh, would it be weird if I ran against you? And he's like, no, that would be totally fine and not weird at all and not. Totally not cause a bunch of fights between us. Right. Well, uh, like his his reaction is basically, yeah, that would be great. I kind of wish you were doing it instead of me. Right. You know all those times that couples ran against each other in elections and it was totally fine? That happened a lot in history, right? Right. Yeah. Well, he also says, hey, look at it this way. Uh, if you run, then no matter what, one of us wins. And like, he's immediately like, "Oh yeah, let's just make this election as corrupt as possible, Kimberly." Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, let's completely collude between behind curtains. And, Tommy right. knows that there's just no other way to make it work than a two-party system. Like, that's just the only way politics <laughs> can work. Why doesn't Tommy just go? You know what? I don't really want to be president. Like, literally, he, the he hasn't idea... signed up to run or anything yet. Like, he could just not do it. Yeah. So, uh, so but also, we- like, in fairness to these characters, if if what's about to happen didn't happen, it would have just been a nice clean race. Well, sure, yes. Uh, so they shake hands, and then we cut up to the moon, and Zed gets a series of lines that are so out of character for this show yeah, that <laughs> like I couldn't fucking believe yeah, it. There's- Zed plays the part of the patriarchy in this episode for some reason, yes, and it's weird. Yeah. I mean, he's always like that with Rita, though. Yes, he is. Like, yeah, that has been his thing. But he's, he's like, like explicit about it this time. A married couple, except for making them into like the Flintstones or the Honeymooners or something. Yeah. Right. And so first he's wait, like, wait, wait, wait! Uh, it can't be the Honeymooners because what would Zed threaten Rita with? Right. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! So, so Zed zooms oh. straight to the earth. Yeah. <laughs> so first. So first oh, that Zed is like, we oh, close man. that way too much. I'm, that was a real rib tickler. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Zed good. is like, excellent. Nothing can spoil a relationship or friendship faster than politics. I can turn those power punks against each other and crush them. Zed always like, fuck. Like that's he was incredible. I mean, that's true. For that line, I was like, man, Zed could write a relationship advice column with wit like that, with uh, observations <laughs> like that. And then he says, now let, let me uh, come up with an evil plot to destroy them. And Rita goes, yes, no wicked husband. But I have just as many diabolical plots to destroy them as you do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then for some fucking reason, even though this has never been an issue before, Zed is like, you, <laughs> you're just a girl. You can't be a better bad guy. You're not even a guy. What? But you're a girl. You can't literally. He doesn't say a woman. Right. He doesn't say like an empress. He says, "But you're a girl. You you yeah. can't yeah, be Zed, a better." Zed regresses to a like five year old on the playground. Right. Yeah. Yep. Like the li- the line he uses is, "You can't be a bad guy. You're not, you're even, not even a guy." A guy. And at this point, yeah. I canceled Zed's relationship advice column. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's weird because it's sexist, but it's like. 
five-year-old sexist. Yeah, right. But the like, fact that Zed is an adult makes it seem like he's suggesting that her womb sends some good um, particles to her brain or something weird like that. <laughs> oh, just, God. Just, what are you doing, Zed? Yeah, it's so fucking bizarre. And, like, I also love it because Rita's like, What? I'll show you what a woman can Science! do! While I prepare a plan to defeat those teenage do-gooders. You're too late, bad boy! I already have a plan! Oh yeah? Well, girl power, I'll show you how evil women can be, and I'm like, wait, who do I root for in this situation? <laughs> right, exactly. <It's> weird. <laughs> I mean, like, Rita's being way less of a jerk than Zed is right now, so I know who oh, I'm sure. rooting for between those two, but yeah. So they decide that they're going to, like, run competing plans, which is awesome, except it doesn't happen. Nope. Like, that's it's a really... Thing. No, that's Zed the thing. Never Zed even declares has, he's gonna do a thing, right? But Zed has long since established himself as a blowhard who says he's gonna do things he never actually does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unless I don't know. Unless like the next part is Zed's plan, but I no, don't know. See, if I that's think it's perfectly in character for Zed to be like, "I'll show you. I've got a much better plan." And then he goes back to his throne and is like, "Okay, I got to think of a plan." What's Come on, on Netflix? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> he just takes it. Hold on, think of a plan. <laughs> and, yeah. Gold, and Goldar doesn't answer because he's busy doing Rita's plan. Right. right, so Rita summons uh, uh, Squat, Babu, and Goldar, and they all run over. Yeah, so merciless one! Great hero, queen of cruel! I have something for you! Use this magic rope to put a spell on Tommy and Kimberly that will make them super competitive! <laughs> Rita, does Lord Zed know about this? Ah, uh, no, but he will when I destroy those puny power pogs! Then he'll be forced to admit that I'm the baddest bad girl of them all! He, she kind of summons Goldar for no reason because Squat and Babu do everything here. Yep. Yeah. Which is I, weird to I say. Think, well, but... yeah, I think it's a power play. It's like Goldar, you you you're with Zed now. Well, fuck it. You're gonna do my bidding too. Yep. Uh, so he's she goes. All right, take this magic rope, which is I think the second time they've used a magic rope <laughs> as part of a plan. Well, second uh, time on screen. Right. <laughs> to put a spell on Tommy and Kimberly to make them super competitive. <laughs> this this rope's kind of like accidentally clever though, because it's like a red rope, and red oh, string of fate is like right, a thing right. in like uh, Japanese oh, culture, yeah, okay. and they're corrupting it. The red string of fate between Tommy and Kimberly. Oh, is this another situation where like, in no, spite no, no, of I, the fact that there's almost no Kimberly, like, yeah, you just I, launched I a whole new ship. Up. You launched a whole new ship right there, Emily. Kimberly. <laughs> I might just say nice. I might just say Kimberly. Oh no, that that ship's been going since the Punks episode. Oh, that's oh, true. Right. Yeah. To be so, fair, yeah. So Goldor is like, "Hey, uh, Rita, does Lord Zag know about this plan? Have you passed this by, you know, bigger boss?" And she literally goes, "Uh, no." <laughs> But he will when I destroy those power pucks. Oh, Rita, great, Rita says great. that she's going to be the baddest bad girl of them all, and I love it. Yep. I'm like, yeah. you go, girl. Yeah. Oh, you God. murder those children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that, like, they really hard swerved the bad guys more towards comedy. Yeah. But their goal is still murder of children. <laughs> right. It's like, it's kind of weird, but. I don't know. I like it. I really like them since they got together a lot. Uh, so we cut down. We've got Kim and Tommy walking. They're complimenting each other. I, I, uh, I, 
I just love Tommy. Like he's gawking and he's like doing some weird thing. He's like, ah, just kidding. And it's like, what, what joke were you making? Like, I, okay. <laughs> I love, I love, this isn't the first time that they've like cut to Tommy, like having told a joke. And I love the, <laughs> the implication that they cannot show us. Trust us, that joke was a barn burner, you guys. It was <laughs> like so Jason good. David Frank just cannot sell a joke. So like, well, nope. we'll just imply <laughs> that he can. <laughs> so they're talking about how great it is that they can compete. It's, it's still just get cut along. down to him saying the aristocrats, and like it just moves on from there. <laughs> so Squad and Babu take this fucking, literally like an inch thick rope and spread it across the sidewalk. Here they come. Okay, you grab the end of the rope while I go across the path, and I'll pull it when they go by. <laughs> <laughs> this invisible red rope on a gray sidewalk. Yeah, and, and it's also it's also sparking with electricity. Also, <laughs> a giant like winged or not winged, but like a giant like weird monkey thing runs across yeah. the road directly in front of them. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is that for two ninjas, they have very poor situational awareness. They're very bad at this. Uh, they're not ninjas they're yet. Not Come ninjas on now, yet. they don't have so. those powers. Okay, fine. So they don't notice, and they just walk straight fucking into it. They trip over, and then, you know, they get up, and as they immediately turn happen, evil eyes, which, by the way, update is, is TommyEvil.com again, please. He's because... not evil, though. He's just yep. super competitive with Kimberly. Uh, yeah, he's... well, that's, isn't competition the true uh, evil? Uh, 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 he's a politician, I think. He's pretty evil. That's so good, Luke. I want... I, I, I are you gonna describe the scene first? Because I was gonna, I want to say something about this scene. Oh, but, uh, go ahead. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say like these two have never had as much chemistry as they do in this like one scene. Oh yeah, and par- partially maybe it's because like um, Amy Johnson has to like display an actual emotion towards yeah. Tommy, and not right. just like I like him, I guess. <laughs> like it just like right here they. They 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 are more believable as a couple than like any yeah, other part in the whole series. Staring into each other's sure. eyes from real close, and they're they look like they're other, about like, to start making out. They're gonna make out. They're gonna yep. angry make out in yep. a second. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely, I definitely got some angry make out vibes. Yep. So they're they're talking about like, how dare you? You know, I'm gonna kick your ass in this election. I'm gonna beat you bad, and it's gonna be awesome. And way to go, Kimberly. If you haven't stepped in my way, we wouldn't have fallen. Listen, Buster, you're the one who pushed me out of the way. Guess you can't take a little competition, huh? You're the one who can't take it. That's why I'm gonna beat you so bad in the election. Oh yeah, okay, right. We'll see about that. This is clearly the first spice the relationship has ever had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a house of cards scene, but without the sex that comes after. <laughs> Kimberly Kimberly has always or Amy Jo Johnson has always been the best when she is like evil, quote unquote, or Yeah, she's or gets very to good be, at being evil. She's yeah. very good at like she's she steals the show and like any any episode where she's able to act is yep. like the best episode. <laughs> and I mean the same could be said for Jason David Frank. So we get oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we get shades of evil Kimberly and evil Tommy at the same time, which is nice. <laughs> so we cut come back Speaking up to of the evil moon. Tommy. And uh, Goldar has run off to daddy My lord, Rita's come up with some harebrained scheme of her own Rita? Yes, lord yes. Well, you keep an eye on her uh, yes. Now I must go finish my own plan 
to say, hey, mom, what, mom's doing her own scheme and you should stop her because it's stupid. And <laughs> Zed is like, eh, whatever, just keep an eye on her. I'm going to go work on my own plan, by which I mean... Uh, I'm gonna have some potato chips and sit in this throne and just chill, I guess. Zed's gonna go sit down at his computer where he has Zed's awesome plan written in a, like, the title of a Word document and just, like, a blinking cursor. Yeah, I'm, I'm formulating, I'm formulating a headcanon in which Zed is actually just gonna go watch football all day while <laughs> Rita does the actual work and right. Goldar is, like, pissed about it. Yep. Uh, so maybe that was his real plan all along, but being like, "Oh, you can't do any plans. Come on, right, I'll yeah, show yeah. you. I'm gonna go do a plan. All right, cool." <laughs> <laughs> so we cut down to the school, and Tommy is fucking drawing a mustache on Kimberly's poster. Not, not just a mustache, glasses, a black tooth, and a goatee too. What ingenious subterfuge! Yep, <laughs> especially with what happens right after that, which is the actual plan. This is the exact same thing Child Balkan Skull did to the picture of the Power Rangers a few episodes back. Yes, mm-hmm. the best. So the best part about this for me is that like he uh, Billy walks over with a poster for Tommy, and he's like, "Hey, this is the new posters." Uh, oh, who? that's terrible. Who did that to Kim's poster? And, and Tommy goes, oh, you know, I'm not sure it's terrible. Let's fix it. And just puts his poster <laughs> over hers. And, yep. it, and his acting is very good in that specific no, scene. Really this, this is some legitimately great comedic acting from Jason yep. David Frank yep. here. Like, <laughs> Like, fucking kudos. Yeah, like we've talked about before, but this is the specific, like, area in which he excels, and they should have given him more opportunities to do it. Kim walks over, and uh, she's like, hey, uh, jerk, stupid loser buttface, I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, real quick, Kimberly's hair is just down. It's not in, like, pigtails or a ponytail or, yeah, or yeah, like... Yeah, that's how you can tell she's evil. Yeah. Any kind of headband, and I realized... I don't know that I've ever seen her that way in this show. I don't, I don't I, think so. Kimberly's, I, you know, I was, Kimberly's in a very Mean Girls-esque mode right now. Yeah. 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 I, was, I, was, I was thinking, like, man, Kim looks real good this episode, and that right. might be it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that she, yeah. you know, they're letting her have a, an adult woman They haircut. literally and, let her yeah. put yeah. her hair down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, so she's like, whatever, uh, you know, I'm going to kick your butt. And then they both grab some random person and are like, who are you going to vote for? You should vote they, for me. They grab a narc who's an extra, so he only stares at them without saying anything. It's the weirdest he looks, thing. He looks it's terrified really funny. when Tommy grabbed him. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like smile terrified. Where he's yeah. like, hey, hey, how's it going? Yep. <laughs> yeah. look of a hostage. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> also, that man is at least thirty-nine years old or something. <laughs> That's yeah. not a high school student at all. And Even older Tommy than the Rangers. Grabs Billy and he's like, "All right, let's let's go fix some more posters," and walks off. And then Kim's Kim sabotage is equally fantastic because she changes the poster. Is, I think hers is better because she came prepared for it. She had to print those right. up ahead of time. Right. I'm I'm just wondering what the the whole sabotage cascade plan was here because it starts off with Tommy vandalizing the poster, then he sticks a poster on top of it which negates his original vandalizing and right. then Kimberly <laughs> well, comes so, with those pre-cut no, words Simon, to you're- add you're not thinking ahead far enough. You vandalize the photo poster underneath, so when Kimberly realized, oh, wait, that asshole's been covering up my photo, all my posters. When she pulls it down, it's like, ha, I was ready for that. <laughs> but but she's, like, already but three steps ahead of him. And What, what she the- actually does is she prints out little strips of, like, pre-printed paper so she can 
paste him up on Tommy. So she she has just a word that says don't so that she can stick to it. Don't vote for Tommy. So and then she changes don't vote Tommy for to dummy. And then she changes Tommy to dummy also. Don't yeah, vote for dummy, yeah, which is pretty good. Fantastic. I, I'm just wondering, did, did Kimberly have spies in the print shop to look at what Tommy's posters would look like so no, that she, she just could prevent the She just for knows it? Tommy is so bland and like uncreative that all <laughs> I mean, he of course he's gonna have a white background because White Ranger, but. But he's definitely good. She knows that he's too lazy to do anything other than use. Uh, Vote for like, Tommy and like Times New Roman, like whatever. Yeah, size Times that New is. Roman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she and Aisha's I, I like, like Aisha asks Kimberly, like, "Hey, so that's really mean. Why are you doing it?" And she's and Kimberly's just like, "Well, I'm gonna fucking destroy him. I'm gonna yeah. ruin his shit. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a dead man. I don't see what the problem is." It's so, a student election. Why shouldn't I rip his fucking head off? Yeah. <laughs> so Skull comes out in like I don't even know what this getup is. Like, he, so he has his be... he has a Confederate uniform, a Nazi armband, and a top hat and a megaphone and sunglasses. Yeah. Good oh, God, so Jim he Sterling. does. Yep. Yeah. There's definitely some questionable choices here. Is it Confederate? Because uh, Confederate you're right. Carnival these are the Parker? two. These are the two eras of Jim Sterling right here. You've got the right, fascist yeah. and you've got the showman. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, Jesus. because oh. <laughs> a fascist showman, huh? How like this? This is very, way ahead of its time for an election. Yeah, exactly. Plot. So Bolt comes out and he's in like a like an ascot and a suit and a top hat and everything. Uh, he slides down eight, like he's the, a nineteenth-century capitalist. Yeah, yeah. He's basically like cosplaying the Monopoly man. <laughs> and he says essentially, "My, you should vote for me because my plan is that I will uh, reveal the Power Rangers to you if you vote for me." Uh, and Skull is like, "Well, we don't know that though." And Bulk's like, "Whatever, they don't know that I don't know that." So Hot Mike, <laughs> Hot Mike, that's. You know, yes, he's still going to get elected, besides, aside, even though, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, at this point, we have, um, we cut up to the moon, and Rita has a letter yeah, that step, she has written. Step two of Rita's evil plan. <laughs> Send a, put a note in Tommy's locker. Yeah, and she uses her staff to teleport this evil note. Uh, she specifically to... sets it on this fancy pillar to do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of and course. And the, the note looks like it's like tea stained and wrinkly, like it's all yep. fantasy, but it's got like this text on it that's like it's like something the GM prepared before the uh, session. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly that. Yeah. Is it upside <laughs> yep. down? Uh, yeah. Oh uh, no, it's not upside down. I don't think. Uh, so she walks down, and uh, or, or sorry, they walk over to the. Um, oh man, I just uh, caught a really good detail as he's walking to his locker. He walks past one of the posters Kim had sabotaged, and he rips off the don't, but just the but don't. He leaves the dummy. He leaves the <laughs> dummy. <laughs> also, so we get a glimpse of Bulk's poster there, which is pretty good, because the slogan is vote for Bulk or else, which yeah, is with pretty skull, good. Yeah, with a skull and crossbones. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, oh, he's the pirate part. Tom, Tommy yeah. pulls the uh, the note down, reads it, and then is hands it to Billy and like walks off. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to kick her butt again. The, all the dialogue is basically like, I'm going to destroy her and stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, and he opens it up. Billy opens it up and it says, Tommy, come to the park alone. I have information that will help you destroy Kimberly. A.K.A. the trap in literally every political thriller ever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Billy's like, oh, man, this is probably bad. 
Uh, so the park is the equivalent of the Washington reflecting pool thing there, which is where <laughs> that stuff always takes place. Or, 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 or a car park. park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah. Uh, yeah. So they cut up to... Fucking, uh, fucking a winged guy in a trench coat introduces himself <laughs> as Deep Gold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Deep Deep. You gold, don't know yeah. me. You don't know me, White Ranger, <laughs> but I have information Goldar? for you. Goldar, is that you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Somebody else. Who's Goldar? <laughs> Someone really so, needs to just edit that episode with the House of Cards soundtrack on top of it for the whole thing, because that would that would be perfect. Please, God, thank Tommy you. just turns to the camera and starts addressing the audience in a, like yeah, a southern with, accent. In a deep, like, southern accent and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> House oh, of Zords. God. Yeah. So we cut to uh, the. Like Rita uh, thinks park. I don't know it's her, but I really do. And I'm not going to yeah, try the... southern accent. Sorry, guys. But they. Oh! <laughs> oh so, so you should apologize because I want to hear that. I want to hear you attempt a southern accent. I mean, we oh, have. We, we, we have. have it was amazing. Well, there's oh, a record right. of that. It's on our. Like, oh, I remember that now. I remember yeah. that. So we cut to the park, and Tommy is uh, walking with his laundry bag or something. It's not a backpack. Look, he Tommy just has, has to like, constantly be carrying some sort of a bag. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, he gets attacked by putties, and he morphs, and he's like, I don't need help to beat you up, which, which is fine, but no one true. said he did. Yeah. So well, I mean, like, it's it's accurate, though. Like, he's beaten Goldar and a bunch of putties single-handedly numerous times. Yeah, so he fights all these putties, um, and we do. then we get a cut to the uh, command center. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's back to the school. Uh, and everyone confronts Kim. Also, hi, Adam. He's still in the episode. He's Or he's here, <laughs> just in case you forgot. Uh, yeah, Adam and Rocky are just way deep in the background of this episode. Kimberly, we need to talk. This campaign has gotten completely out of control. I don't think there's anything wrong at wanting to win at all costs. We read you, Zordon. What's going on? Rangers, Tommy needs your help in the park. You must go immediately. Figures. It's morphin' time! Well, oh, the yeah. only other thing we've seen them do so far is when, when Bulk and Skull were grandstanding a moment ago in their top hats, like, mm-hmm. we got reaction shots from Rocky and Adam, and by reaction shots, we mean, like, we saw them standing there. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't really <laughs> yeah. react or anything, to be honest. So, I, I actually like this. I like the idea that they saw, oh, man, all this politics stuff. We'd better just lay low <laughs> until this blows over. Yeah. <laughs> so, I... I just realized i definitely noticed that adam wasn't in the episode up until this point i didn't even realize rocky (laughs) wasn't there (laughs) rocky actually does some things in a bit but not much i I just forgot so well he he also he's the one who goes it's morphing time in a little bit here which is like so they get that makes him a leader i guess (laughs) you'd think they would play the parts of the swing votes in this election plot or something and that they both try to get their votes but nope that would have been a fun subplot. Yep. It's it's fucking like Kimberly, Tommy, Billy, and Aisha trying to sway Adam and Rocky's votes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they cut to the. Uh, or, or I'm sorry. They get called by Zordon, who's like, "Hey, go help Tommy," and they morph and teleport uh, well, to the. Uh, I, I really like how Zor- Zordon's like Tommy's in trouble at the park, and Kim's like figures. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's that's like, that's of course. fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is the park, isn't it? <laughs> so they get to the park. They fight for a little while, and then basically, uh, Kim like goes down near Rocky after he gets hit, and he's uh, Rocky's like, "We've got to help Tommy," and Kim's like, "They want Tommy. We got to help him." Oh, why can't he do anything right? I'll help him. 
God, he oh, just dude. can't do anything right. What a fucking yeah. moron. And <laughs> Zordon's like, uh, God, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> she somehow rolls her eyes under her helmet. We notice. Yeah, I, 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 I like how that scene is like choreographed, like a completely regular Power Rangers fight scene, but uh, it, they just like dubbed over like dialogue to make it seem like Kimberly and Tommy hate each other, but that's not right. in any way it, it reflective does, of their actions. It does kind of feel like a joke dub, yeah, yeah. But it's it's a lot of fun. Well, until the next scene in which Kimberly literally like flips over to Tommy. And they start having a full-on, like, fight. Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's like a dressed. Mr. and Mrs. Smith type thing when they're yeah. arguing in the middle of the <laughs> battlefield and, like, while they're also punching putties away. And it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's so fucking good. What do you think you're doing? I don't need your help. You're useless. Let me handle this before you get hurt. Huh, you? All right. Yes, me, you arrogant airhead. No way. Back here. <laughs> Blockhead, you're out of your mind. You can't take competition. You're no competition for me. Oh, am I more than you can handle? And I'm gonna win that election too. Go back to the mall. Excuse me. I'm talking to Mr. Runner up here. You know. I'll tell you what I know. You're sorry. They're they're like accusatorily like pointing at each other and slapping mm-hmm. each other's hand away and doing just basically just doing like dramatic hand gesture like fighting with each other but they keep accidentally hitting putties like yeah, yeah. lateral damage it's, it's so great good. I want to call attention to the specific body language here because they are doing like very exaggerated um movements a lot of hand stuff that like is very Sentai in its like yeah style. that's true. Yep. And also, there's a bit, one of my favorite parts of this is yep. Kim, like, points at Tommy's chest, and he walks away, and she puts her hand down, and a putty, like, jumps to, like, attack her <laughs> arm, but she moves it, so he face plants, and then she just steps on him and yeah, walks there's, over there's him. Yeah, some great slapsticky and, like, yep. choreography to this fight. And, and like, after the they fucking... walk off, you just see a, top, a putty on the ground that looks at the camera and does a face, like... What are you? What is this? What is yes, going on? This is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like the, the only thing that's missing is him like putting his chin on his fist and going wah 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 or something like that. Yep. That's, yep. <laughs> but then the actual best part of this scene happens, which is Tommy and Kimberly just having a straight up argument while Goldar like dances around gleefully in and the background, ignoring him. Goldar is like, trying to scare them and stuff, and they just like keep talking, and it's so well, good. And then he gives up, <laughs> and he literally pokes them, and is like, excuse. Excuse me, yeah, like, yeah, hello. Like at one point, he's like, he's like mugging in behind Kimberly, and then he like scratches his chin like, huh, that didn't work. What do he I do? He literally goes, this is ridiculous. It's, it's so like, fucking Godard, good. Buddy, dude, you have a sword in your hand right now. This is <laughs> yeah. when you stab the both of them. What are you doing? So he, just, he just runs Tommy through while she's like arguing with yep. him. But like, he's so go Game of Thrones on these guys, please. He's so indignant that they aren't fucking paying attention to him, <laughs> and it's really good. It's really like, good. And so finally, he does actually something pretty smart, which is he just takes Saba out of Tommy's sheet. He punches Kimberly. The putties take it, take the uh, window advantage to hold Tommy down, and yeah, he just steals Tommy's <laughs> yeah, Tommy's, sword. Tommy's greatest weakness, a putty on each arm, and yeah. he's completely incapacitated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wish this didn't happen every it's, fucking episode. It's but like, it's like when it you out. pick up a dog by the scruff of his neck, and they just hang yep. there. Like, he can't yep. hold yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally takes the fucking Saba and, like, turns around and starts walking away, and it takes them a minute to realize it, 
Got then they, your sorty. Yeah. Then, <laughs> I guess Saba starts like complaining too. Yeah, Saba's like, ah. They fight putties for a little bit longer, realize Goldar is getting away, and then like. Also, Goldar is, again, even though they can teleport, he's just walking off into the distance <laughs> yeah, for some really reason. So, uh, I like, so, he's like, see ya! <laughs> so, like, Saba's complaining about this, and we're going to see in a minute that they're going to use him. So, basically, this is a sword that is given sapience, but no control over yeah. itself yeah. in any yeah, right. way. Yeah, it, it can just uh, talk. Which that's is terrifying. Yeah, that's yep. a horrifying that's- concept. Yep. Is he in a part where he like he like points Saba at them and Saba goes like, <sighs> like he's oh, like yeah. he's like being used to yeah, like that's hit weird kill them later. It's really weird. So, <laughs> so they uh they both run. Kimberly and Tommy both run after Goldar and they literally do it's, like the, it's very much like it's very much a scene out of like a comedy about baseball. Yeah, where they're both just like I got it, I got it, I got yep. it, and then they slam into each other. Yep. Yeah, and they knock each other down and uh, <laughs> then. Goldar turns around uh, because they literally, instead of continuing to chase him, they just start fighting again. All the other rangers come in to break it up. And yep. then Goldar is like, you're all ridiculous. I'm going to shoot you with Saba lasers now. <laughs> yep. Saba back. See ya. Where do you think you're going, pal? Leave this to a professional. I'll get Saba. I'll I got it. I got it. Oh. oh, way to go, Kim. Loot again. And he blows them all up with Saba's eye lasers, and it's fantastic. It's really silly. Wait, I, I love this. Did we scene. know Saba had eye lasers? Yeah, I'm trying to yeah, remember if we've yeah, actually seen used them before. before. I think one other time, yeah. He, fl- he th- floated, he floated times, in the actually. air and shot lasers right. in his eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then and um, also, like, he does it in the credits, so that's yeah, established. Sure. And then uh, Rocky is like, how did he figure out how to use it? And I'm like, I don't know. He just held it and it shot lasers. <laughs> like, it doesn't seem that difficult. Um. So they cut to they they cut to the command center because Goldar of course just leaves instead of killing them because why yep. would you do that? Yep. Now that's what I call fun. He's figured out how to use it. We're gonna have to pull back. Goldar's taking Saba. I could have taken him back if she hadn't gotten my way. Uh, well, your ponytail's too tight, pal. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, you guys, knock it off. And this next thing that happens, I. My, my brain part. tried to eat itself. I, <laughs> at, at long last, nearly two full seasons into the show, a Power Ranger notices that his friends are acting strangely <laughs> and asks if there's an evil spell. Yeah. yeah, he's not just like, this is weird. He's literally, Billy literally goes, hey, Zordon, it seems like they might be under an evil spell because they're acting like dipshits. Right, and, <laughs> like the before I could see them dismissing it as oh they got weirdly competitive that I mean that's that's weird but that happens in elections but this yep. was like irrational behavior yep yep and then of course Zordon, Zordon is, is like, like oh, oh maybe oh, yeah, I don't you're, know you're hang right. on let me check Let's, oh like, totally so yeah Zordon has the ability to determine this stuff almost immediately if he checks why is he not running like constant diagnostic like 
right monitoring on these rangers <laughs> I to don't keep know. this from happening. I thought they were just kind of dipshits. Death well, happens. Billy, you figured it out. I guess you're the time wizard now. <laughs> and so, yeah, he, he, you don't need me anymore. Yeah, and then and then Zordon takes over Billy's body and traps Billy in the uh, tube. I don't know if you remember, but that was literally what he was going to do in fucking Power Rangers. He was going to take Billy's body in the movie. So yep. good call. <laughs> um, oh, was, was just going to take his body? I thought he was just going to like resurrect somehow. That's fucked up. I, oh, I thought he was. Li- I don't remember. I'll, I'll have to. I remember go thinking it while watching time. the movie that they were going to bring Zordon into Billy's body, and it was yes, going to be I like, think- yeah. That would, been, that, that, would been, that would have been very Any, problematic. Zoran yeah. in this is like, there is only one solution. You have to hate fuck it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what happens. <laughs> in front of everyone yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, everybody get in a big pile. No, that's not <laughs> what happens. are rolling. Uh, I just imagine, I don't know, I just imagine that when he's to like, watch. there's only one solution to him. just saying, like, you, have, you have to... You have to hate fucking out of your system. And then, like, uh, it just cuts to, like, them coming back from my room and be like, yeah, we're good now. <laughs> and they just have cigarettes. <laughs> what actually happens is probably the closest thing to fucking that happens in the Power Rangers universe. Yeah. And it's that some roses appear. The only way to yeah. counteract bullshit is with bullshit, as Zordon knows. So he makes some magic flowers appear that fixes them. Tommy and Kimberly, you must smell the roses, symbols of love and friendship, and they will counteract Rita's spell. No, they're not oh, magic. He literally just says you have roses. to smell the symbol of love, roses, and then oh. that fixes it. Like He says yeah. love and friendship, which is not correct because friendship is yellow roses, so Goldar, <laughs> you're fucking up. So uh, they sniff it, and uh, they're fixed. Hooray! And also, I Kimberly can't immediately stop. wants to bone on Tommy. Like, just the second she smells that flower. Right, and like, t- Tommy's gonna be there, like, what is that? Yeah, and she's looking at him, Flowers? biting her lip, like, oh, get huh. out of that suit, Tommy, right now. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, I mean, which is really her loss, because, like, she, she, he's gonna be a lot more interesting before he smells those roses. I just, I just noticed the hearts, like, yes. oh, yeah, it like, makes little uh, yeah. yeah, CGI'd. Oh, I think yeah. I, I also think we skipped over like Kimberly making fun of Tommy's ponytail, which was one of the best yes. lines in the episode. She says, uh, yeah. "She says you're acting like a dick because your ponytail is too tight." Is yep. what, he, what she <laughs> says. Yeah, there's a lot great. of really great like just catty dialogue, like yep. just Tom doing yeah. like like Zordon tells Tommy and Kimberly like, "Hey, listen, you just need to smell these roses to get along." And Tommy just goes, "I don't mean to be a jerk, Zordon, but I mean, I have a hard time not doing that." Hmm? You know what? I've had it up to here with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's really great. Guys, please, just do it for the team. I'm only doing it for the Rangers. Me too. What was I thinking? Kim, I'm so sorry. Me too. Gosh, I said some really terrible things, didn't I? <laughs> I would never do anything to hurt you. You know that, right? Of course I do. So they're all they're all fixed, and also I can't stop thinking about the fucking command center as a shitty porn studio now. I mean, like You're with, welcome. With, the, with the quality of the prop design and exactly. the lighting, like and it's the Geiger couch we've seen before, and, yeah. and also the fact that Zordon is an older I man. About the fucking Geiger couch. What the yep. fuck? What's yep. up with that yeah. couch? And also the fact that, you know, Zordon is an older man who summoned a bunch of teenagers into his... Uh... All right, all right. 
So anyway. They we, made a Power Rangers porno right when the movie came out. Yep. Oh, God. want to see this, you can just go watch that. So, Alpha, bring me some incredibly hormonal human beings. <laughs> <laughs> bring so, me a variety of genders and body types, please. Oh, God. <laughs> so they cut, they go to the viewing globe, and it's one of my favorite, like, two-second shots ever, because it's Rita, Goldar, Squat, and Babu just, like, dancing? Like, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> like, they're, we've won, we've won, da da yeah, da da They've got Saba in the park, and, like, Rita is literally, like, spinning in a circle, excited. It's really yep. silly. Um, they decide they gotta get Saba back, uh, and uh, to do that, <laughs> Billy says... <laughs> I just remember Saba being gagged. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But so before that, that, Billy sizes up a plan. he was, like, constantly going, Good is going to defeat you. You can't. You can't hope to like truly <laughs> yeah. use my power. Blah blah blah. Yeah, they, they I don't know. No, Sama, he's just keep gonna keep going. Like, oh my, oh goodness, oh no, this is oh dang no. <laughs> right, but either but either way, <laughs> most like, unorthodox. I just love the I just love the scene we didn't get of like him making a bunch of noise and we're like, oh shut up, and like you know stuffing a ribbon or whatever in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, it's funny. Around, uh, so at this point. Billy says, well, you know, uh, Saba's made of metal, and Alpha can build an electromagnet, and then you can steal Saba back by using a powerful electromagnet. Like, or you can just fucking punch her in the face and take it, but whatever. Like, like I like I like how, like, I mean, their plans are always bullshit, but this one feels more, like, I don't know, Alpha make an electromagnet or something? Maybe that'll work. It's just free association in, in his head, like, right. Saba, <laughs> sword... Iron, metal, <laughs> magnets. There you go. And, <laughs> too, bad, and, too bad Saba's plastic, though. So. Right, yeah. Also, so they all Saba's teleport a tiger. And... Tigers are felines like cats. We could get some catnip and attract him. Oh, Wait, no, <laughs> kitty treats. so much better. Yep. Catnip just makes him fly at a Goldar's hand and like, run this, towards them. Give this sword <laughs> some catnip. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Uh, but... Tommy decides to stay there for reasons. I well, so that when Alpha finishes the electromagnet, he'll give it to Tommy. Which right, yeah. Um, I, I can kind of buy that. Although Alpha's totally been able to just teleport shit to them before when they need it. Tommy Whatever. stays there because he can't participate in the upcoming Zord fight is the real reason. Well, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, so let's take a quick break. And right, then for a word from our sponsors. And... Yeah, like... Please visit Bad Dragon Sword for all your <laughs> robotic <laughs> dodo needs. <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm beep, so glad. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> oh, God. What happens to a game like Dungeons and Dragons when you play it with only one character? What does a tabletop role-playing game designed explicitly for two people look like? What are some of the RPG stories we can tell in a two-player setting that we can't tell in a larger group? My name's Jeff Stormer, and on Party of One, every week I sit down with a different guest to explore the answers to these questions, as well as to tell some really engaging stories and just play some super fun games. Episodes range from funny to scary to sad to occasionally sexy, so you'll probably find a game in an episode you love. Check us out at partyofonepodcast.com. Alright, so we're in the park with Rita and Saba, 
Okay, and so they they solved the problem for the episode, and we've got about eight <laughs> minutes left. So that means it's just going to be a like a really long Zord summoning sequence, and then we're done, right? Yep. No, oh no, there's a Zord fight that happens, like an what? actual no. Zord fight. What? An actual Zord I, fight from the Sentai. The Zord summoning sequence is really fast, where we don't say all the names of the Zords, and it just comes out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, literally, and it's an actual full Die Ranger Zord fight. How can we have seven minutes of runtime left and not be done with the episode? I don't understand. (laughs) So, yeah, Rita summons the Tiger Zord, which I guess all you need to do that is Saba, I guess. The power of the Tiger Zord is mine! That's that's how the dragon sword worked. Is as long yeah, as you had the dragon true. dagger, it would do whatever you wanted. And so she why, summons. Why does why do only Tommy's swords require a weapon to summon them? I guess because they're like super powerful. They they need like an extra. So okay, key. so I think the my my um interpretation of this is uh, Tommy's swords are a lot like Titanus in that they are independent sentient beings. Yeah. But Zordon has enslaved them with these uh, control <laughs> devices. <laughs> Jesus Wait, do you ever see the Tiger Zord do like stuff independently of Tommy? I know well, he yeah, did he, with he, the yeah, he, he, Well, he kind of. I mean, I guess not independently, but he he, he rode the head of it. He wasn't in the cockpit, so okay, okay, sure. So so yeah, she summons the Tiger Zord, and the other Rangers summon the Megazord, and. Yeah, There's a- yeah, like uh, like we alluded to, 47 episodes in, they finally realize, oh, we can just say, hey, Megazord, and it'll show up. Yep. I mean, yeah. they've realized that. It's just that they have so many minutes to fill out in an episode that they can get, they're going to get all they can get out of that footage. No, I meant the Rangers realized this. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. so, <laughs> so, I guess. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, what, what, okay, what I was going to say was that this episode shows that they have. The, the Zord suits, because there's a shot where, like, the Zord suits are punching each other, and then you can also see, like, Rita and stuff in the shot. Oh, I figured that was, like, bad green screen. No, uh, there's, there's actually a couple instances of that. It's it's forced perspective, it, it, and they... they uh, yeah. Did, did they... It, I have to assume they've only just gotten access to these They suits. must have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah and, like, and, like, the, I, I feel like some of this Zord fight is filmed... In America too, just because like the like that 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 film grain you get isn't in all the shots of the Zord fight. I was oh, okay. gonna say like maybe on their way back from Australia they swung past Japan and picked up some suits. <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's definitely possible. I mean, I know they have them from this point on for the rest of the show. Oh. So uh, until they uh, in like five or six episodes they blow them up because they have to switch swords again. Right. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, they've got the suits finally. Um, and you know what? Just in time for season two to end. Yeah! At this point, we have a fight between the Megazord and the Tigerzord. Okay, before that, we cut back to the command center to find out that this thing Alpha put together only has a range of, like, ten yards. Right, yes. (laughs) Which is great when you're dealing with giant, like, machines that can literally stomp you to death. Hey, 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 y'all. Is this literally the Billy Magnet prop painted red? Oh yeah, it is. Yes. It yeah, absolutely. Totally is. 
It absolutely is. Which I like uh, the implication that Alpha's like, oh, yeah, I can work something up. And then he just goes and grabs a can of spray paint. <laughs> yes, this is a new thing I made just for you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so we've got a Zord fight between the Megazord and the Tiger Zord, and they're actually punching each other. Like, yep. <laughs> you can see it. It's awesome. It only took until five episodes before the end of the season to get them right. to have a decent fucking Zord fight in the season. Yeah, Ugh. and it is a bummer in that it's not that great of a sword fight. Yeah, they kind of just punch and swing their swords there, at each there's other. There's some sword fighting and stuff. I don't know, it's kind of cool. There is some I, sword fighting, maybe, but a, a maybe lot of we've, it is... we've had such a dry spell, it, it just feels nice. Yeah. I don't know, I like look, it. Look, <laughs> the, look, the Thunderzord gets to totally destroy a building. Like, it's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I like it. It's just, these suits are so clearly fucking incredibly cumbersome because yeah. the fight is just them going it's it looks like a rock'em sock'em robot fight like it's yeah. just yeah. like punch 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 <laughs> but what really but what really spices it up is we keep getting cuts to the uh, moon crew just cheering it on like a boxing match right yep. and also there's a shot where tommy is sneaking up on them while you're looking at them watching the zords and it's really silly like I, it's i also love how they're in the park Clearly, but the they're fighting in a city. The Zords. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the park course. and city is like super close to each other. Like, there's, yeah. like it's course. just a sudden cutoff. Well, there, there are parks in cities, Emily. You realize, yeah. right? Well, like in, yeah, it's like Central Park style, I guess. It doesn't feel like <laughs> Except that. It's though. infinite. It really both, doesn't feel like that. Yeah, it's both completely show. infinite and surrounded well, on so, all sides no, by so the city. No, so to Emily's yeah, to Emily's <laughs> point, like the shots of them in like surrounded by buildings, they are literally surrounded by buildings and then when it cuts to the like other perspective shots where like there's park all around them like there's it's really hard to rectify those two shots in any I mean, way it's so easy to rectify we've covered it so More many times i meant visually i'm not calling your theory into question here <laughs> it's so i they, don't know how many times i have to explain i'm ignoring it. your theory <laughs> so they do finally get their swords out and they start sword fighting and it is nice i mean it's it's awesome. Sparks. Yeah. It's also just so slow, but it's okay. It's fine. Hey, um, it's samurai. It's samurai sword fighting. This is this is original series light or original trilogy lightsaber battles, not fucking right. Shit. Right. Sure. Uh, so then Tommy leaps out from behind the bushes where he's been hiding for like five minutes also, of sword fight. Also, I just need to point out how like not solid these swords are. Like they're wobbling yep. around as they're oh, being yeah, <laughs> They're so because think about how long they must be. They must be oh, like yeah, four foot long plastic swords. Right, they're like, fucking like they should have made them out of wood, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're super goofy looking. Uh, Tommy finally grabs uh, uh, Saba with his. He very stealthily tool. leaps over a bush and rolls into <laughs> yes. position. Yep. And, and also, when, when Saba flies back, he's like, <gasps> Yeah, it's great. He's yeah, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> So then the uh, the Zords both immediately torn, turn towards Rita, who just goes, Oh, uh, hey, hey, everybody, calm down now. Uh, just relax. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, goodbye. And then she just run, uh, teleports away. Um. But yeah, I really like that. It's it's mm-hmm. a good shot. I like Rita's um, teleportation effect. It's similar to Goldar's, but like you see like the little like beads of flame or whatever coming out of the rings she wears. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Like it's it looks cool. like she's actually casting a teleportation spell. 
Yep. Instead of just teleporting. So right. she teleports up. Uh, she's like, oh, man, it didn't work. And Zed comes out from uh, his Barca lounger where he was eating his uh, <laughs> fucking chips or whatever. Oh, my perfect plan. Oh, and it's all your fault. Oh, I knew you failed. <sighs> now who's the baddest? Not you. You haven't destroyed them yet either. Oh. And he's like, I knew you'd fail. He walks up to her and he goes, now who's the baddest? And he does a fucking fist pump. He like flexes. <laughs> he's flexing. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm the big, strong muscle man. Which, Check out yeah. my muscles. You have to which, see him. I don't have any skin. <laughs> which, Rita, which I was about to call out. Like, you don't win because you didn't do anything. And then Rita did it for me. Yeah, Rita's like, oh, you also didn't do it. And he's like, oh, thanks for reminding me, blah, blah, blah. And then they they fade out. Um, We cut to the uh, gym and juice bar. Well, we cut to to somebody parking, double parking a uh, truck into the parking lot. (laughs) Yes, that's true. (laughs) Uh, We cut to the gym and juice bar and... The they're having like the student election uh, speeches, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's, which the, the election has already passed. This is right before they tally the results, which is a weird time for Tommy to resign uh, because uh, that's what he thing, does here. This whole thing doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> yeah. time wise because <laughs> they are giving their speeches. Kim says, "You know, I'll do my best for the the school." In conclusion. I promise to strive to be the best student body president that Angel Grove has ever had. And then uh, Tommy does his, and his is literally like, Well, look, I know you guys are expecting me to say that I'm the best man for the job. But the truth is, the best person for this job is um, standing right next to me. I don't know who did her homework on this campaign. She's addressed all the tough issues and, uh, and has some great ideas on how to solve problems facing this school. She'll make an incredible president. One that I'll be proud to vote for. That's why I'm uh, voting for her, that is. I think you all should do the same. Let's hear it. Hey, by the way, the best person for the job is Kim. I'm not running. A uh, good thing I did all. I waited till the last literal second to to do yep. this. To be fair, this election took place over the course of a day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep. Um, Listen, I support Kimberly, so a vote for Tommy is a vote for Kimberly. So if you want to vote Kimberly, what, what vote a, Tommy. What a, what a fanciful notion of a day long campaign cycle. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a daring dream on their part. And uh, <laughs> what ingenuity and manual skills that shows that Skull could whip out this outfit in a day. If that's, oh, yeah. God. That's well, how I mean, the fact that they have an extensive costume collection. Right. So yeah. Skull I, I, comes I do want to say that I'm kind of disappointed that Tommy just kind of gave in and let, let let Kim win instead of Kim just, like, winning. Because that sure. would be a lot better, I think. That'd be yeah. cool, yeah. Um, so Skull comes out in, like, this Music Man outfit. Yep. Uh, but also, he's dressed like Uncle Sam, kind of. Yep. But the hat is held over his head by some kind of frame, and the the bass drum has vote for, 
vote for bulk spray painted on it. This is an elaborate yeah, outfit. Yeah, he's wearing a one man band. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and he's like, everybody, welcome the next president of Andrew Grove. Hi, Bulk. And he turns around as Bulk, like, walks behind him and knocks him over, sort of. Um, and Bulk is also dressed in, like, all uh, American, like, well, So they're, uh, they're doing a gag because he turns around right as Bulk walks in and he doesn't see Bulk. So he continues to call for Bulk. Yep. Right. And uh, and so yeah, Bulk Skull- is straight up dressed like Uncle Sam slash like I mean, have you ever seen Rocky Four? Like yes, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Bulk uh, walks up to start giving his speech, and Skull is still in the background, like falling down and hurting himself with his stupid outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone is paying attention to him instead of Bulk. And Bulk is like, once again, I'll make my campaign platform perfectly clear. The true identities of the Power Rangers. Yeah, if I'm elected, I'll tell you who the Power Rangers are. That's that's my my thing. Then still, um, uh, you know, I, I I we've pointed this out many 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 times, but once again, this school function is just kind of happening in the gym and juice bar again. Yep. And it's yes. just, I know they only have so many sets, but yeah, y'all, they really uh, should have built a gymnasium set at some point. Cause that would have made a lot really more sense. They really should have. It's been like or, two seasons. You know, shot in a gym. I guess yeah. what, the acoustics what, in a gym are pretty bad. Two different gyms? But... Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> no, like a school gym or a school yeah. cafeteria. No. Why or, would a or set an auditorium or two gyms? That is b- ridiculous. Kappa, what about a Kappa gymatorium? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, um, Skull walks up to stand next to Bulk after he gives his speech, and he turns and he hits Mr. Kaplan, who's standing there with the drum. I, he specifically, I think, he sneezes. Yeah, and then he hits Bulk off with the drum, also, and uh, hooray! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah. I guess I was wrong because it does cut and implies that some like. It cuts to after the voting is done, so I guess they right. But I think voted. the but the implication I got was they made those speeches, everyone voted, and then they counted them, and the whole thing took twenty minutes. Yeah, right. Well, there, there's only like I mean, it's a forty people election. in there, so like, that yeah. doesn't seem well, like that seems like there's enough people there for like two classrooms tops, and that's not enough people for electing a school president probably not I mean, but it <laughs> is if that's the population of your high school i yeah, noticed I that uh I, the rest I, of us didn't buy just didn't give a shit and didn't yeah, that's right <laughs> that, that, that's the only people that showed up but yeah i totally missed the cut the first time and i thought that like yeah. they had already voted before the speeches happened yeah which so. is weird because tommy says he's gonna vote for kimberly and he tells people to do that which, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Mr. Kaplan says, ah, the winner is Kimberly Hart, and Bulk... I wanted so much the winner, like, ah, the winner is... Bulk! Clever Jorgensen, this oh, yeah. kid that, like, <laughs> wasn't doing other shit, the, the, he just The, the guy who aimed. stared at Tommy, like, in that scene before, and he just yeah, walks up yes. on the podium and doesn't say anything. It, 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 just, it just flips to him, and he's like, yeah! <laughs> we cut, and it's that really, like, tall guy that, like, Tommy and Kim harassed, like, halfway through the episode. Right. Yeah, that's, that's the, right. yeah, that's who I meant. Yeah. See, that would have been clever and fun, 
that mm-hmm. would have also required them to acknowledge that characters outside of the ones we've been given names for. <laughs> no, exist. I know, I know. Well, well, but I remember there was a there was that football episode where they announced the starting lineup and they like guess what? There's not eleven Power Rangers, so they were just like <laughs> Matt, Steve, like right. right. Those <laughs> only filled the gaps where the like where uh, there weren't male Power Rangers to put on. Oh yeah. right, exactly. Uh, so they did, they have done that before, but yeah, that would have been pretty funny. Uh, and then Bulk is like, I want to recount, which made me lose my shit. So (laughs) that was really funny. What I love is that Kaplan didn't even need to do a recount. Like he's just immediately like, uh, okay, Bulk, let me see. You've got one vote. Yeah. Well, you uh, listen, uh, there were two candidates because Tommy abdicated before the voting happened and, uh, you got one. And so, um, Balk is like, wait, but if Skull voted for me and I voted for me, <gasps> and Skull's like, yeah, I voted for Kimberly. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, oh, also, he like pulls the hat down over his eyes to like hide, which is cute. I, I like it. Yeah. Also, See, I, just I wanted I wanted Kaplan to do the thing from when uh, Bart ran for school yeah. president. Just like, okay, uh, let's recount him. One. <laughs> yep. That's, that's, I, I just looked it up, and that episode of The Simpsons predates this episode by four years, so they probably ripped that joke off from The Simpsons. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, not so, a, it's not a it's not a very clever joke. joke. Like, no, I know, but it's, a, it, it's you know, it. it's a well-known Simpsons moment. So at this point, uh, they all just congratulate Kimberly on winning, and that's it. That's the episode, and that's the last one parter of the season, which is weird. <laughs> well, no, the finale um, is one part two. It right? was also the last. It was also the first one parter we've had in two months. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, actually, sorry, the season right. ends the on one parter is... where like Billy turns evil. So yes, yes, yes. Sorry, there is. But one before more. that, oh boy, before that, yeah, uh, Storybook Rangers. I I haven't uh, so I haven't watched those, but the Netflix uh. Like preview images are amazing for those two. So some of the rangers get trapped in a storybook, and there's a magical elf, and it's Mister Ticklesneezer painted blue. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God, you're very happy about this. Yeah, I am. I mean, this is all a very Mike aesthetic. Let's be honest. Yeah. So so that's going to be rad. And then we've only got five episodes left of the season, and then we have to watch the movie. Hell yes, hell yes, hell yes. You say have to, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. And those far superior movie suits. (laughs) That part I'm not looking forward to as much, but. They're um, so much better. You have no. (laughs) I can't wait for a fucking, like, 15 minute sky surfing sequence and to figure out how the hell we're going to discuss that. (laughs) I think we're going to say they sky surf for 15 minutes. It's ridiculous. I don't think it's 15 minutes. No, it's like five at most. You guys know what I just realized, by the way? What? The movie is basically going to be our Halloween special because it yeah the, uh, that episode is going to come out the week of Halloween. Oh, nice. fantastic! Yep. Great. sick. So, uh, so nice. Good. So is is the movie on Netflix or anything? Are we going to? Yeah, it is on Netflix. Out? It's on Netflix. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I I actually own it. Uh, a friend gave me a copy of it like five years ago, and I haven't. But I never watched it. I have not seen it since I was a kid. So yeah, I'm good. I, I, I also have it on DVD, and the, the extras on that DVD are 
like nothing. It's it's weird because okay. there, there's some like back of the set interviews with people, and it's just like okay, it's about the movie a minute might long. be on Netflix in Canada, but it sure as hell isn't in America. Oops. Was it not? Okay, we'll, no, we'll are you figure serious? something out. We'll figure it, it out. It, it was. It's yeah. crazy. It was like, years ago. Check- I think. Listen, guys, man. we'll all just fly to Zach's house to have a perfectly legal viewing party of Money yeah, Morphin Power Rangers. Exactly. Yes. That'll yeah, be like sorry. a time we skipped a Wait, uh, actually, a if we're going to be flying class. anyways, I think it would be more fair if everyone flew. We should fly to Sydney so we can watch it where it was shot. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. That'll be easy. Nice and easy. It's, I mean, it is pretty easy. Well, like you just okay. buy the tickets and then you, you know, sit on a plane for twenty-two hours. It's fine. That's so long. Joel did that. it, and you know, Julie did it, and mm-hmm. hun- and other people done it. So did you? Do it, Zach. Did you? I believe in you. Joel, <laughs> did you drink on the flight? Oh God, no. Okay, I probably. Well, I don't know. I would <laughs> probably. You really just... want to be like that's long enough. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, see, yeah that's, that's, a, true. that's the problem. You want to drink on a flight where you're not going to sober up before you land. Yeah, exactly. If, like, like I'm. I just realized that's enough time to get drunk, pass out, wake up, and have a hangover on the same right. flight, and that's exactly. awful. So never mind. <laughs> All right, so let's do some questions. Um, if oh you have boy. a question, if you have a question for us, you can send it to us um, at Teens with Tude on Twitter. You can send it to us, uh, teenswithtude at gmail.com, uh, which I have been checking, or you can send it to us, uh, the Facebook group, which is Teenagers with Attitude. Um, and let's do some emails. How about that? How about we do some yeah. emails? Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, I can't say this person's name and I'm very sorry. T H A N H. Is it because it's a secret? Sorry, no. What? It's because it's spelled T H A N H, and I have no idea how to pronounce Thana? it. I mean, Thon. Thon. Okay, let's go with Thon. Thon oh, asks, yeah. "What do you think would happen uh, if the TV Power Rangers met their 2017 movie counterparts?" Oh, okay. All right. I think uh, they'd be very disappointed in the fact that some of them are delinquents. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's I mean, definitely, honestly, definitely yeah, like the squeakiest Some of them teams. are delinquents. I mean, they're literally all delinquents, aren't they? Ah, uh, but Billy's a delinquent <laughs> in a fun like, way. Yeah, well, I feel like Billy is more of a delinquent by society standards and not because Billy's a bad kid. He right. blew up his yeah. locker. Yeah, but it was an accident. Like, I, uh, the, the like TV show Billy could have blown up his locker easily. Sure. I think t- uh, Jason and Jason would probably get along the least. Like, that would yeah. not yeah. go super no, well. I, I, I think Trini and Trini would get along the worst. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah. two are, like, nothing like each other. I, 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 I think movie Trini would despise TV show Trini. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I think Zach and Zach would actually get along okay, to be honest. Yeah, I think probably. that would work out all right. I think they would get along okay at first, but then as they hung out more and he realized... Wait a second, you stay home from school? Yeah, you don't go to school? That's terrible. School's uh, important. Oh, I teach kids w- hip-hop you're a, you're a bad influence. I You can't, you shouldn't. We need to quarantine you so you don't turn other people evil. But see, but then it would turn around because his mom is sick. And, well, or actually, I take it back because I think that Movie Zach would explain, well, my mom is dying. And uh, Zach, TV Zach would go, say, what is what dying? What is dying? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> like she's sick? Like the flu? 
I think I said oh, 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 she's getting destroyed. Yeah, I guess. stay home from school because your mom is sick. Only when you're sick. Yeah, <laughs> that's just silly. Yeah, I think they literally. Now that I think about it, like all the problems that the movie rangers are facing, that makes the way they're acting like understandable, if not forgivable. The TV Rangers would like not understand. Yeah, th- that. none of those things exist <laughs> right. in the TV yeah. universe. I, so, like, I think on paper, Billy and Billy would get along, but I think what would happen is movie Billy would be like, "Hi, I'm Billy Cranston, losing crams tons of crams up his butt," and Billy would be like, "Oh, get me out of here!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And well, like, he'd like, say some science, weird science words, and they would completely fail to understand each other. It's like there's no connection at all between the two. Movie Jason would be like, I'm sorry, I'm, you know, like abrasive sometimes. My dad's kind of abusive. And TV Jason would be like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you, you and your dad don't just do like arm wrestle contests all the time and yeah. have fun. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. TV camera like to... going to turn to movie camera like, you did what? <laughs> yeah. So, like, listen, the, the thing with the bull is something Bulk and Skull would do. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Who's Bulk and Skull? Yeah, right, they exactly. don't have a Bulk and Skull. Yeah. I, I think, um, yeah, I don't think they would hate each other. I think it would be just more They just very wouldn't confusing. understand each other yeah. at any level. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but again, no, Trini and Trini would despise yes, one another. Yes, that, that I everything can... everything each other hate. That I can agree with. <laughs> I, I think Tommy would get along really well with the empty chair in the movie. Just... <laughs> 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 majestic. Beautiful. Oh, Good job. So... So, uh, <laughs> let's move on. So, uh, Jeff writes in, um, hey guys, long time fan since I heard your ad on the Adventure Zone. I'm oh, ahead of TWA a, slightly, by which I mean halfway through Turbo. And oh. in my binge, I've come to the conclusion that Johnny Young Bosch is probably not only one of my favorite Rangers, but is also the actor whose skill increases the most throughout the show. Oh, sure. Tur- certainly, yeah. In yep. Turbo, he's got, uh, uh, good comedic timing and his stunts are good. And he, uh, I found out he performed a huge bulk of his own stunts because his stand-in broke his arm. Anyway, I was curious what character you guys thought made the best leap in acting ability throughout their stay on the show or what character you were surprised to find had grown to be one of your favorites. Uh, he mm. mentions he actually loves Rito, which I remember hating Rito. So I yeah. guess we'll see yeah. how that goes. I, don't, I, mean, I, I, like, I remember Rito, but I don't remember anything about the, him. The thing about Rito is that he gets there and immediately becomes another comic relief moon character. And we already right. have way too many of those. But yeah, eh, you know, so yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think it's pretty I think it's pretty well universally con- agreed that Johnny Young Bosch is the guy who grew the most from his uh yeah, yeah. Sure. his first appearance. I, I, I think I think it. Jason, like Austin St. John, when he comes back in Zio, has improved a ton in acting. Yeah. He doesn't um, care I quite think, as much anymore. Like Jason David Frank definitely shows a marked change. Like when he comes back, yeah. For Dino by, Thunder. By, by the time he comes back in Dino Thunder, you can tell he's like become an adult yeah. that takes well, acting seriously like, and stuff. I think what I think what really sets Johnny Young Bosch apart is that you can actually watch his evolution on screen. Yeah, because through, he, from he, he starts season. pretty damn low and he in, he yeah. improves a lot. What like, do you guys think about like where we are? Like who like first Yeah, I think uh, the thing. So the, the thing with where like, we are is with the three new Rangers, we haven't been with them long enough to see any appreciable yeah, change. Right. Uh, I think yeah. Billy has reached a nice I was going to say I kind of like David Yost, how he, yeah. I feel like I feel like the I feel like the improvements to Billy though are less 
anything David Yost was bringing to the table and more that they were giving him better stuff. They gave him better yeah, wardrobe. There's that. They toned well, back on his yeah. horrible dialogue. Uh, also, I think at some point he stopped trying to be Billy so hard and just started being himself and he was he seems a lot more comfortable on screen when yeah. he's doing that. Yeah. By um, that same token, like Amy Jo Johnson's been wonderful from the start, so there's not yeah, really anything. Right. I do think she her. got uh, she has gotten better, but she like sure. started pretty good. Yeah, so. she started. I, I would say I think Tommy is not great, but he's better than he was at the start. Yes, I can agree Probably. with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jason David Frank is also... clearly getting more confidence as he goes, which yeah. helps. Although that might also be like a, a David Yost situation where maybe just the way they're writing the character is getting better. It's hard to know. Yeah. Um, um, although, I mean, like, as... in this in this episode, that whole fucking bit with the poster was legitimately good, like, that was comic funny. timing. Yeah, that, that was funny. So... I will say for the other part of the question, um, what character surprised you the most? How much you like? I think Goldar. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Goldar was kind of cool <laughs> yeah. back in the day, but I did not expect to like love him as this just goofy, ridiculous, like petty, whatever yeah. the hell man child thing he is. Yeah, I don't think that. And, and uh, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like almost every character, if not the actor gets better the further the longer they go which like makes sense but that's good at least like zed is way more fun now i think as his weird whatever the fuck and that's the thing about Vito is that he kind of brings something out of zed when he gets there because it creates a weird like annoying stepbrother dynamic where they kind of rito rita's zed Zed really hates rito but rito really likes zed that's their okay that sounds fun yeah that sounds all right okay Sure, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> I have to so, assume yeah. Rito's Rita's half brother because they don't have the same last name. Rito. Well, we talked about this already. I yeah, and they, what, names don't make we, sense. We, we went through this because, like, I think we said that like Master Vile isn't like their biological dad. He's like their oh, it's like a master. Thano- it's like a Thanos thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So of. they all have like related names, but they're not like actually family. But mm. they they're family, but they're not biological. I mean, also right. or, like the names they is... have were given to them by Master Vile, and they aren't like they're necessarily birth names or yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that when she becomes a yuppie at the end of In Space, her name is not Rita Repulsa. <laughs> I mean, also they're like one of them is a lady and one of them is a skeleton. She's so, like, just a, yeah. whatever mother. Like she shows up again at the end of. What Mystic Force? Yeah, yeah. Miss, she's in Mystic Force. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's. I mean, I gen- generally think everybody gets better, but yeah, Johnny Young Bosch and Tommy or, or David uh, Jason David Frank Jason are probably David. the the two that get the well, most. I mean, they're better. the two that are on the show the longest. Also, yeah, right. they're the two so given helps. the most given the most opportunity for growth. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think there's there's some good stuff with. Uh, with a lot of people, I, I'm trying to th- like. I feel like I don't. I don't know. I feel like uh, Zach and Trini are pretty flat. Not that they're bad, but they don't get like. Right. A I think. Ton I think better. even. I think even they improve over time as they become yeah. more comfortable with the characters. Yeah, I think so and, too. Yeah. I mean, I thought um, Zach was great basically the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Like, right, he was like kind he started of my favorite out, yeah, but he one. started out as a pretty broad caricature and kind of refined himself more as he went, which is how TV shows go. But I still consider that improvement. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. So uh, let's see. Uh, I've got one more from uh, from Eric, actually, from our uh, 
our editor. Our editor. <laughs> Hi, Eric. Uh, yeah, you can uh, edit yourself reading that question into the podcast if you want, Eric. That's fine. <laughs> no, do not give Zach an out for the words he's inevitably going to screw up here. This oh, is, I, yeah, to, no, I, mean, I have to do this it, one but. like in character also. So here we go. Uh, Attention, Rangers! Lord Zed just oh God, sent that's puddies. uncanny. Wow, <laughs> is Eric on this call? <laughs> Lord Zed wow. just sent putties to Philadelphia and stole the Liberty Bell. Apparently, he's intent on taking American relics and turning them into monsters. We need to put one of you at the each of the next five relics to protect them. What? Which items will Alpha <laughs> teleport you to? I got uh, Statue of Liberty. Wait, um, wait, why don't wait, we just? Wait, why wait, are we stepping wait. on Acme's there's, jurisdiction here? There's also here. six of us, and two of us are Canadians. So how does well, that? Well, American, like, you're in there America. There is an organization to handle this sort of thing, and it is not the Power Rangers. <laughs> Who is it? Wait, oh, y'all, y'all are going where in the world's Carmen San Diego? My mind went to Mario is missing. <laughs> yeah, same. Same. Well, I mean, Mario is missing is kind of a. This is why we're a couple, Mike. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you. Got, Simon, you you're in America. You can pick I mean, a I'm, Canadian. I'm on the continent relic. of America. Yes. Yeah, you're right. in North America, uh, and I guess five because not me because I read it. I don't know why five. Yeah. So so Luke, you say well, Zach, uh, Statue Zach, of Liberty. You have to stay behind in the command center while Alpha makes some sort of MacGuffin. Right. right five exactly. because he already stole one of them. The Liberty Bell. Maybe. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. right. Yeah, because we have to protect the other five. I, I like that we're having, like, an American, like, monument pop quiz with two Canadians in the call. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, no, so again, I said it can be Canadian monuments. That's I, fine. Whatever. I feel like I sh- sure. I'm, like, legally obligated to say Mount Rushmore, but quite frankly, he can have it. Uh, do we have a list <laughs> or do we just pick at random? I'm calling Statue of Liberty because I'm going to fail on purpose because I'm going to let him bring it to life. Yeah, <laughs> get Ghostbusters two oh on my. this shit. Yeah, that's why. That's why Luke wants him yeah. to, to bring this giant woman alive because of Ghostbusters right. two. That's all. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I really love saying. Ghostbusters two. Take me higher. <laughs> all right, Joel, okay. Imagine Joel, Zorg versus Liber- Statue of Liberty fight. I'm not gonna fight it. <laughs> no, he's gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna take it. it on. He's gonna take it on dates. Yeah, I'm just Joel, saying. You pick one. If it's not uh, Rushmore, what is it? Fuck, I don't know. Fucked up, you're leaving Chelsea for the Statue of Liberty, but all right. Uh, listen, well... <laughs> in this man, fa- listen, all right. <laughs> I, have no, I have no out here. <laughs> listen, listen, sorry, Chelsea's sorry, a great man. lady, but she's not green. I'm going to fucking protect the dinosaur at Waldrug, goddammit. That thing is precious. At Waldrug? Hell yes. What? Oh, it's Waldrug. What is Waldrug? <laughs> no, specific- no, just the dinosaur. He can do anything to the rest of Waldrug. Kids love Waldrug. <laughs> what is Waldrug? <laughs> Wait what? Someone's so confused right now. I have no idea what's you going on. You guys are just gonna have to. You guys are just gonna have to visit Western South Dakota and find out. Greens. Okay. Is there, okay. You should probably explain what Waldrug is, Joel. Okay, it's a tourist trap on the way to Rapid City. Um, they have like advertising literally all over the world for it. That stop say, there, like, Luke? X miles to Waldrug. Uh, we drove past it, but we didn't stop. Gosh, oh, yeah. oh, like south of the border at South Carolina. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got yes. it. Um, uh, and they have a big, a big it's, shitty it's, plastic it's considered, dinosaur. It's actually considered to be one of the first like modern like America tourist yeah. traps. Like it's, it's like kind yeah. of yeah. tourist one trap. Of here it's called Motel Madrid, and it's they, it also has cheesy like plaster dinosaurs outside of it. Oh yeah, oh. no, yeah, plastic dinosaurs are great. Yep. Oh, okay. It is an eighty foot plastic dinosaur. Got it. Great. Yep. They also have a giant jackalope that you can sit on, which is pretty yep. good. Yep. I would sit on that jackalope. Okay, cool. Uh, Mike, you got uh, one? Basically, like, I'm thinking of Simon Max Head the Road now, because that's all that game was. <laughs> yep, yep. 
I mean, I I guess I'll try and protect the arch because I don't really want to go anywhere. I would also, <laughs> honestly, if you fail, we get to see what kind of monster is like just an arch. Like, I don't know how that would work exactly. So I mean, that, that, that's not much worse than a lot of the stuff they use for Die Ranger monsters. Yeah, I was gonna say they made a monster out of an inner tube. That was that's like, true. Kind of thing. That's fair. Uh, Simon, is it okay? Uh, I don't know. Olympic Stadium in Montreal, so they don't have to move around too much. But the, like, <laughs> yes! uh, wait, wouldn't that's, wouldn't that's a historical relic from the seventies? You know, Simon, but, isn't that also a case similar to Mount Rushmore, where it would be better for everyone if they just took it? <laughs> I mean, we were done paying it. It's not being used for much, but at least it's not, you know, we we own it now. The, the people of Montreal own this stupid stadium. We, <laughs> we shouldn't give it away. We spent so many decades paying for it. God. I just okay, but how well in, is it insured? Uh, I, I love you talking about this fucking stadium the way, like, a, a hoarder grandma talks about her old magazines. Well, it's like, Listen, well, it's just, I, they don't cost me anything to keep on. They, they built that thing in the 70s, and I paid a little bit of the end of it with my taxes, so that should tell you how much of a pain in the ass it was, and then we don't even have a baseball team anymore. Yeah, that thing, yeah, there, that thing but... is like the textbook definition of a boondoggle. Yep. Uh, I looked up Montreal um, landmarks, and the first thing that came up was uh, the, the right, stadium. There's the, yeah, there's the yeah. Olympic Stadium, there's the cross on Montreal, which is not also, the whatever, original cross. Mont whatever this is. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the original cross. It's it's a reproduction because like the first cross was was wooden and put there by the founder of the city like 400 years ago. Uh, what else is there even here? I don't know. I, yeah, and no, it's all it's all like Canadian monuments. I'm trying to think like CN Tower. Um, oh, the, well, there's like the old. Uh, no, wait, not the Parliament. The old like uh, stock market building, which is like historical Science. in some way. Is, is, the old is market, World which is from colonial times. Thing? Is that just a thing people go to, to have? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. There's, it says there's a Montreal biosphere. Oh, yeah. That's the that's the American uh, pavilion from the, uh, the, sorry, Expo 67, which was the international uh, World's Fair that we had in the 60s. Oh, so it's and like the, American... the sun sphere. Yeah, yes. well, it's a it, it's a big ass like metal like wireframe ball that is now a museum in there. It's one right, of the it's few where pavilions. They keep from, sure, right? I got it. <laughs> it's 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 one of the few pavilions that's still on the site from okay. fifty years ago. Yeah. Okay, Zach, uh, did you appreciate my biodome reference? Yeah, I fucking hate Pauly Shore. Em, oh, he's em, terrible. Did you have anything? <laughs> I'm I I yeah I'm I'm at a loss. Okay, that's <laughs> I mean, fine. Tower, I'll go there. I guess. I I, I guess mine <laughs> in the spirit of Joel would be uh, the giant sombrero uh, water tower at uh, at uh, south of the border. See, that's so, the thing you've got to consider because that is absolutely something Lord Zed would steal. Oh yeah, right. totally. <laughs> like we shouldn't be thinking about the most famous things. We should think about the most ridiculous things that Zed would look at and be like, "Yes, I want that for a monster." I just appreciate that the three categories here are chintzy tourist traps, uh, things close by that I'm too lazy to care about anything else for, and giant women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, it would. I be... feel like that sums up our uh, our podcast, if not our website as a whole. Yeah, <laughs> laziness, kitsch, and giant women. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that yeah, bad. that's our aesthetic for sure. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I, I yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's it. I don't oh, know. Yeah, where Zed we... would one hundred percent steal this giant sombrero, giant and turn sombrero. it into a monster. Uh, 
so yeah, that's gonna do it for us this week, I think. Um Come back next week and we're going to do Storybook Rangers, which uh, Mike is apparently super excited yeah, Come back for. next week Listen, and we'll tell I you haven't a story. actually watched it, but like, I get the most excited about the dumbest yeah, sounding it, episodes. It's a pretty good, dumb, never-ending story type of thing where they go into a fairy tale book and blah, blah, blah. You know, And it, yeah, and it feels and like it takes forever. Right, got it. Yep. <laughs> I really like never The worse story. an episode sounds, the more like I get enthused about how good the... Like, <laughs> Because, like, the the worse the shit we watch is, the better the, like, podcast we pump out, I think. So, Generally I'm, I'm pretty stoked. Not wrong. All right. Well, uh, I, yeah. Uh, check out uh, audioentropy.com, where you can uh, listen to lots of different podcasts. Um, let's see. We've got uh, War and Beast. There's uh, all the stuff Luke does. <laughs> There's Let's yeah. Place. Let's Place lots. has been getting back to sort of a regular schedule. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Mike or Luke, did you want to talk about the other thing that's going to be? Yeah, the thing that will absolutely or, uh, actually be out by the time this one yes. comes out. I'm also a host of, and you just like single out Mike and Luke because that's the. Well, I'm sorry, Emma. Important. I forgot. I forgot. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just giving you our time. <laughs> uh, yeah. By the time you listen to this, the Dragon Ball podcast that we keep threatening will have come out. <laughs> threatening. Uh, yeah. You'll listen to the Home for Infinite Losers. Okay. There are new episodes of the Digital Moncast with Joel. That happened. That, that sounds still fake. On. Yeah, oh, that came out. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was it was it was only recorded two and a half months ago, but yeah, it's out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And uh, um, you know, uh, as always, you should check out. Um, oh, uh, uh, and also a oh. uh, huge congrats to uh, our buddies uh, and fellow audio entropy uh, folks, D Comedy Podcast. Um, they, they had uh, a thing go up on my brother, my brother and me that yep. I presume they paid for like a year yeah, ago. Congratulations yeah. for actually getting in on a Jumbotron. Yeah. yeah. Right. And like they actually got the brothers to do a ad. bit on their thing on the hey, podcast it, itself, it, which it was, was pretty just, good. Yeah. It was also just recently the one it year was anniversary. Neat, yeah. So that was yeah. pretty cool too. Uh, yep. and, uh, check out Inside the Master Studio, which Eric, our editor does. It's a, uh, show about interviewing DMs about, uh, how they put together stories, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really interesting and, like, professional sounding podcast, and, uh, it's absolutely nothing like this show. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, if you're listening God, to this, no. clearly that's not what you go to podcasts for. <laughs> and then, uh, I guess I have a quick announcement. Uh, remember how I said I was gonna do a podcast with my wife? We mm-hmm. did that. And now we're going to put it out. I, it only took me like three months, but we did do it. Uh, Yay. And that's called um, Are We Adults Yet? And you should be able to find that on the Audio Entropy website by the time you're listening to this. Uh, I don't know our recording schedule yet. I'm going to try to do it like twice a month. But the first one is about uh, meal prep and uh, like cooking and uh, trying to not eat Fun. like a pig which is hard it's very hard and we're well, not good at it eating a so. pig is pretty hard <laughs> i don't know uh, so check that out and let me know what you think about it on on the twitters because i i would like feedback that'd be great so sure. that's also also once again um if you want to simulate the experience of having sex with a robot www.baddragonzord.com oh. for all your <laughs> robot dildo needs I mean, I don't need to simulate it. You, you can actually do it there. So you are gonna buy that website, right? I already. Oh, I did that like an hour ago. Oh, thank God! <laughs> I thought for a second, Luke. I'm so happy, Joel. <laughs> I loved how how much Luke didn't know where the end of that sentence was gonna go. 
so anyway, for te- teenagers with attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Luke. I've been Mike. I've been Joel, and I actually read the sign-off order. <laughs> I've been Simon, and I'm just late in the sign-off order, but I also read it. And I'm Emily. And may the power protect you always. There's the greatest woman in New York. You know, when you really look at her, she's pretty hot. Jay, I'm more than just a symbol. I'm a 151-foot woman with needs. Oh, sweet liberty.